The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. To help work on this internal culture, this internal space idea. So my name is Tanya Weiser. Welcome. And um, so the first thing I want to invite you to do to introduce sort of the spicy flavor of the metta I'm going to offer tonight is to silently, in your own mind, say your name. Say it a few times. And sort of see if you can hear and notice the tone and how it affects your body to hear your name being called in your own mind in this way. All right. And now, I'd like you to bring to mind a furry friend, you know, a favorite pet, or um, a dear one, somebody who's really dear to you, and um, maybe some a child who thinks just like looks at you and their eyes light up, and um, or somebody in your life who's just been really a strong advocate for you, and it's a moment of closeness or comfort with them. It can even be a kind of, sometimes I've had encounters with strangers um, or people I didn't know very well, but there was something really gentle and sweet about how they said my name. So you can let it be a compilation of many experiences, but the idea is to connect with how would your, right now again, if you say your own name in your mind and hear it, but in the voice of your furry friend or your advocate or your dear one, hear it the way they say it or would say it, might say it. Repeat it a few times and just sort of notice how that feels in your body. Notice if you feel any different as you hear it in that sort of tone or with that energy of this being who you know really loves and cares for you. All right. So can I ask if anyone noticed a difference? Could you feel a difference? Yeah? Would you mind saying anything about how you, how you noticed? I mean, this is silently happening in your mind, mm-hmm. and yet you noticed a difference. Thank you so much. Yes, I <clears throat> I noticed that uh, I actually was thinking of uh, my little niece and um, so much more loving, uh, much more affectionate than I was. Yeah. And kind of cuddly. Yes, <laughs> yes. And when it was more loving and cuddly and affectionate... How did that feel different? Could you feel it? Could, it? could you feel how it felt different in this room inside of us, in this space in here, in this body? Um, yes, I mean, I, I, felt, uh, I felt warmer. Beautiful. And, um, yeah, I, I almost felt hugged. I'd great, say. great, great. Yeah. Thank you. Did anybody else notice any difference or, or, or have a block to doing it? 
when you when you first said to think of your name, I uh, I immediately went to my childhood name, which is not the name I go by. Huh? Really? How interesting. Which was kind of interesting. And yeah. then when you said to pick somebody who was an advocate, I picked my my mom, who isn't even alive anymore. So it just was a natural segue when I started thinking about her saying my name. It was very, like, sweet and loving and advocate-like. So it was Great. perfect, kind of. Great. And could you could you feel the difference in your body? Yes, definitely from my grown-up work self name. <laughs> yeah. Can you in any way use words to just... I know this is hard. Is there any way to to use a word or a a symbol to describe how it felt different? Uh, It felt softer, sweeter. Like there was less anxiety, less stuff. Great. 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 Anybody else want to share... Or notice something different or have trouble doing the exercise. The exercise was um, to say your name first just um, in your mind silently, hearing your own name, just however you would do it, in your own voice or whatever. And then to notice how that felt in your body. And then to connect with um, somebody who was dear to you or felt you were special. It could be an animal. It could be an advocate in your life. You know, could be even a stranger who in some moment was very tender with you. And how that sounded. If they said your name, how would that sound in your mind? <clears throat> and the idea here is to, to just sort of help you feel how different the way we speak to ourselves can be. Right? There's a, we're, we're always talking to ourselves in some way or another. And how we talk to ourselves, the tone of voice that we use, the, the affectionate quality, the way we're seeing ourselves affects that, what happens to us, how we feel. You know? And when we feel warmer, softer, less anxious, right? like being hugged, we're more receptive, right? We're more open, relaxed, more receptive. And that's useful when we're using a practice like cultivating loving-kindness, right? It's very useful at all times. And so this is just a simple way to help you kind of connect and maybe even notice at various times, well, how am I being with myself here? It can be a reference point for you to think about listening to your inner tone. You know, who's, who's speaking to me <laughs> right now, you know? So this, this is what I want to bring. This is the flavor of loving kindness I want to offer is to invite you as we do the practice um, to kind of maybe check in every once in a while. What tone of voice, what, what energetic, what level of kindness is present internally as I say these phrases? And you might even sort of tune out what I'm offering when we do the phrases to recheck in and reshift and find a loving voice inside as we proceed. Yeah? Okay. So um, traditionally there are about there are four phrases that are offered, um, loving kindness phrases. The first is um, 
May I or may you be safe, happy, may you be happy, may you be healthy, and then may you be at ease. So the, it's a sort of a concentration practice in that it's a repetitive offering of these phrases over and over again. And there's a practice of um, an order that's typically taught for how to offer these phrases both to ourselves, to benefactors, to loved ones, to difficult ones, to neutral ones, to our enemies, and then to all beings everywhere. And if you don't already have a copy of the Issue at Hand book that Gil Fronsel wrote, who's the main teacher here, there are copies um, at the podium by the front door. And you're welcome to take one, and there is instructions for this practice in that book if you if you want them. So so I'll offer versions of those phrases when we do the guided meditation, both in original form and then some variations of them. But we'll start with, I'll just do a little bit of guided breathing and a, a short body scan, and then we'll move into the formal practice. If everybody feels comfortable and ready, Yeah, for some meditation. Anybody need pillows or anything? Okay. All right. So with loving-kindness practice, it is very important to be comfortable because it supports a sense of ease. It's it's a lot easier to be softer um, internally in our voices if we feel at ease than if we're struggling with pain or struggling to sit you know, upright when we don't feel comfortable. So you can also notice that, maybe even experiment with shifting your posture a little bit or trying a different position. And just notice if it feels any easier or harder to find that internal tone. So finding that posture that for you feels supportive, feeling connected and rooted in your body here, grounded, knowing you belong here, that you are absolutely in the right place, that you have a place here if you want it. And feeling the feet and the bottom being supported and holding you upright. And in a similar way with the voice, finding that um, tone, we'll scan the body and maybe borrow from some ideas here to bring a soft gaze, a gentle gaze, like how would this advocate or loving person in our lives look at us? And so if we bring that soft gaze to our toes... And the bottom of our feet, just sort of the top of a feet, and sort of allowing that gentle, kind gaze to just slowly move from the tip of the toes up toward the heels, holding in awareness our feet, and then the ankles. And up 
the shins and the calves. Breathing into the shins and the calves and the knees. And the thighs, the top of the thighs, the back of the thighs, the sides, the inner. Internally gazing, seeing and scanning our body. Feeling up into the hips, the pelvic area, the buttocks. to the belly. Lower back. The side ribs. Side body. The back behind the lungs and up into the shoulders. The front ribs, breast, chest, collarbones. To the top of the shoulders. And down the arms. Feeling the biceps, triceps, inner arm, elbows, forearms, wrists, palms. Five fingers on each hand, between the fingers, tips of the fingers, fingernails, tops of the hand. Allowing the kind gaze taking in the arms to move and feel the full arm all the way up to the shoulder from those fingertips. up into the neck. The sides, the front, and the back of the neck. The back of the occiput, the head, where it meets the neck. The ears. the back of the scalp, the top of the scalp, forehead, temples, eyes, nose, cheeks, 
lips, chin, jaw. And then just take a few breaths here, seeing and gazing and feeling the whole body from the inside out. Maybe here even offering the loving-kindness phrases for the body. Body, may you be safe. Body, may you feel healthy, happy, and at ease. Now we'll shift and bring to mind this loving, supportive other or advocate that you called to mind earlier. And bring them into your awareness like they're sitting across from you or near to you. Sort of imagine what it feels like to be in their presence. Maybe what they smell like, sound like, their warmth or coolness. Maybe what they would be wearing. So this lovable being will offer phrases, these loving kindness phrases to this lovable being What's important to remember is that there's no forcing or efforting or making anything happen in this practice. It's really just connecting with a a seeing into ourselves and others, this universal wish for happiness, for safety, for well-being, for ease. And I'll just simply say the phrases and you can repeat them silently in your own mind to this being. Knowing that in whatever way your imagination is supporting you, That's great. There's no particular way that we all imagine things. It's just having the sense of being with, being with this lovable being and seeing that they have these wishes and that we wish these things for them. May you be safe and protected.
May you be truly happy, deeply peaceful. May you be healthy and strong. May you be at ease. May you be safe. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be at ease. And this time just checking in again about your tone. Softening your tone. Relaxing around the offering. May you be safe and protected from both inner and outer harm, dear one. May you be truly happy and deeply peaceful. May you be healthy and strong. May you be at ease.
And I'll offer the phrases one more time and then I'll allow a period of silence for you to repeat the phrases in whatever way feels comfortable for you. May you be safe. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be at ease. And one more time, repeating the phrases. Last time for this loving being. And maybe noticing how it feels that offering is being received. And when you've finished, maybe maybe imagining 
seeing yourself from the eyes of this loving other seeing you there offering these phrases and with these eyes with this tone bringing these phrases and offering them to ourselves May I, may I too, be safe and protected. May I too, be truly happy. May I too be healthy. May I too be at ease. May I be safe and protected from both inner and outer harm. May I be truly happy and deeply peaceful. May I be healthy and strong. May I care for myself joyfully. May I love and accept myself just the way I am. May I be at ease with myself just the way I am.
May I be safe. May I be happy. May I be healthy. be at ease. I'm just repeating the phrases that resonate the most with you for a few minutes on your own, attending to the internal tone and noticing the impact of these wishes that are offered and not commanded or forced or expected. Be one more final series of welling, well wishes for oneself. And then we'll take a moment to wish 
and develop or invite a sense of equanimity around this practice. Sort of recognizing that while we wish ourselves well, while we wish to be safe, happy, healthy, not always that way. But it is a wish. And while we wish happiness and wellness for our loved ones, we can't make choices for others or control how they feel. May I be open, balanced, and at ease with these truths. Maintaining a heart filled with loving wishes, kindness, And then take a moment to just breathe deeply. Maybe three nice, long, slow, deeper breaths. With the exhale, inviting a letting go of anything unneeded. Breathing in, I calm my body. And breathing out, I calm my mind. And then with the next inhale, inviting a sense of connection to the room and the space. And maybe with the exhale, starting to open your eyes and maybe even looking around. While being aware of the impact of your practice. So a few things to say about the practice and then we're going to do a couple little small discussion groups. And that is to say that sometimes what comes up when we offer this practice for ourselves or others is the opposite of what we're hoping to cultivate. Sometimes the words are kind of fall hard or cold in our minds and there's not a lot of emotional experience with the phrases. Sometimes everything's working really nicely and the tone and the feel and the sounds and the words all generate a sense of warmth or comfort. But all of these things are normal and natural and at various times we have different experiences with the practice. So know that that's normal. And it's also normal sometimes to experience a resistance to the practice 
especially when we're doing it for people or in a situation where there's pain, past pain or fear of future pain. Resistance is kind of a natural instinct when we encounter emotional or physical pain. So it's not a problem. It's just something to be held in warmth, kindness, and understanding. So whatever your experience was, it's perfect. It's okay. Right? And if you can hold it that way, with kindness, it can be helpful. Even having great experiences, sometimes you will, and sometimes you won't. So, maybe we could form groups of um, three to four people. Um, So if you don't mind finding two or three others and making a little group. And then you can um, introduce yourselves to each other if you don't know each other. Yeah, you you or are you comfortable coming over here? Okay, great. All right. All right. So if you can share your names, that would be great. And maybe share if you've ever been to IMC before. And so once you finish sort of this, the next thing to share would be, how was the practice for you? You know, how, how did it feel to try using these phrases? And what happened? And also, what happened with the, the inner voice? Were you able to stay connected to that? And you might share both what felt easy or nice, as well as maybe any snags or difficulties that came up for you. And then just maybe share a sentence per person, one idea or one little thing, and then let the next person share, and the next person share, and we'll go around a few times.
Just take a moment to finish your sentence and then to check in, maybe to sit back in your seat and feel the impact and the blessing, the gift 
of receiving and sharing your experience. Of how that is such a deep gift that you give each other in this way. To share what's happening for you, what happened for you in this practice. And how it helps you find yourself and find access to other experiences as well. And feel that in yourself for a moment. And see if there's anything that comes forward that you would like to acknowledge before you move away from this group. So take a breath in, and with the exhale, feel free to share one more time, each person briefly, if there is something that came forward that you would like to share. It may just be a bow and a thank you. Yeah. And when your group is done, feel free to just turn back toward the front here. And then maybe you can kind of, we can come back to a a space where we can all see each other. So I'm curious about two things, really. One is, um, what was useful for you about the practice tonight that I offered? Is there anything that you would like to take away with you? And do you have any questions or concerns um, that you would like me to try and respond to? So we got a microphone ready to go. If anyone wants to say anything. I felt very moved by your words Mm. tonight. Um, They really led me (laughs) to respond to them. And um, it just felt really good. (laughs) Oh, good. Thank you. Good. Anyone else want to share anything or comment? You say maybe? Yeah? Okay. I was just mentioning to the group here about the first exercise you had us do, about the, how would you call yourself? Yes. That was new to me and it was just very interesting. I never call myself I think um, or also the thing that brought forward for me was just um, how different people call you differently yeah. just not the names or the intonations but the the embedded feeling yes within the calling yes so that was that was very interesting to notice yeah and as, as somebody in our group uh, mentioned um, you also go through so many different 
characters in your life. Yes. Uh, and that was, that was also um, sort of interesting to yeah. notice. I, I appreciate you bringing that up. And I would say, not only do you go through so many characters in your world life, there are so many characters in your inner life. You know, there's your angry self and your happy self and your, you know, little kid self and your big person self and your, you know, anxious self and, you know, your feeling loved and a part of self and your feeling disconnected and a lonely self. There's all these parts of ourselves. And who's, who's running the show, you know? It's helpful to, when you're meditating, to be aware of which inner voice is kind of most dominant and what's the impact of that voice. And once you start to feel this, it can help you find wisdom in there. Do you, if, if they were driving the bus, how would you be feeling? Right? If they were driving the bus, how would you be feeling? Maybe you can, you know, think about who you want driving your bus. <laughs> yeah. Great. <laughs> Pretty funny, it is. Yes, <laughs> I think so. Well, you know, our, we internalize these people in our lives. That's why we can have a felt sense of our mother or our parents or our cousins or whoever, teachers, whatever, we bring, you know, we have a felt sense of them inside, you know, and then we have what the parts of ourselves that develop in different situations, you know, and it's like you're a different person at work probably than you are at home, right? It's just causes and conditions, the environments and practices, and so this is just a a nice way to start to become aware of this changing experience and a a fun way to reflect on who do we want driving the bus. Yeah. Make sure they're good about keeping the gas tank full, using the blinkers, you know, being safe. And pausing, you know, pausing, lots of pausing. Thank you for coming tonight for your first time, you know, for those who are here. And really great to have new people, new energy. So if there's no more comments or questions, we can bow. And I wish you well, and I hope you'll take this practice and share the benefits with whoever you see next.